This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Dick's Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. Before we ask John how he's doing, we all know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe. It's the free way to help us out, okay? We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to read a, leave a comment. We will read it. We're also partnered with Fansided and Minute Media, so you can find this podcast over at the Daily Knicks, the Jet Press, or even sometimes the main Fansided page. We also got a YouTube channel, Knicks, Jets, ETC, period. Find the page, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And we watch a video. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Add to the conversation. Come on, guys. Everything I'm talking about is a free way to support us. You know, if you're tapping in right now, you're helping us out as well. But go the extra mile. Support us even more. Do the free thing. Subscribe. Do all those stuff. All right? And while you're also over at the YouTube channel, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our guy, co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go down every single sport and talk odds, okay? You want to put money down the line for whatever sport it is, these guys got you covered. They just had Chris Percy Einan on talking about betting odds for, for where players are going to go for the NBA draft tomorrow. We're recording Dude. right now Wednesday night at 9.36 p.m., but these guys got you ready. These guys are going to have you locked and loaded, so make sure to check out that episode, okay? That that one's honestly more than a gambling episode. It was honestly a draft episode. <laughs> we just literally went down. The entire draft talking rumors around the NBA, Knicks cap. <laughs> like, it just became uh, another Knicks episode with uh, gambling odds on all the players. That was a really good episode. That'll be out. If you're listening to this, it's already out on YouTube and on all audio streaming platforms, as Alex always goes through. So definitely check that out. It's a really good one, especially as a primer uh, before the NBA draft. And look, if, it, if John's saying what it is, and I haven't heard it yet because – as of right now hasn't been published. If they're really just talking draft, that's just good ever for evergreen stuff. If you want to go back and listen and hear players where they sh- should have gone, get some sc- like insight. Chris Persianen is that dude. If you want some draft expertise, so yo go check that episode out. Apparently, the the Fordham broadcaster is sourced. So yo, that Chris, <laughs> Chris is making moves out here. Shout out to Chris. All right, Chris is a hardworking man. And then last and certainly not least. Please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. My man, John, we're back at it again. Back at it again. This is a crazy week. This is going to be a crazy week. Got draft tomorrow. Jets, reporters are taking off. DJ Enemy is legitimately taking off. (laughs) Take flight. Hashtag take flight. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not, not. (laughs) Not the Dallas women WNBA team. <laughs> Classic. But yeah, dude. Just I mean, take white, baby. This is a crazy week, dude. I mean, the fact that the NBA draft is, if you're listening today, 
Like, and it feels like the, I've said it a couple of times already. It feels like the NBA finals was three months ago. It was literally last week. I mean, we already Man. did the whole, the whole Steph Curry to the top 10 debate. Like that's already done and over with. Uh, everything is just moving so fast in the NBA world. I'm players, tired, man. Look at these players. eyes. Look at these eyes. <laughs> Look at these eyes. <laughs> Stop what you do. Look how tired I am from this. <laughs> every single every single team has made a hypothetical trade within the last 48 hours. Everybody's been drafted. Or actually has first made a top trade. Ten. <laughs> I, 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 a, little bit of, a little bit of shuffling right now, but no, nothing crazy at the moment. But yeah, dude, uh, the NBA is, is really hype. The NFL is in its slowest time until literally after the Super Bowl. Like right now, we are in the official lull of the season. For Jets fans, I mean, if you're not watching the video series Flight 2022, like I don't I don't honestly know what to say to you, man. I honestly have no idea what to say. We call it propaganda. It is just the best show, man. Like we we joke around a lot about hard knocks and how we're excited about hard knocks and stuff. Dude. This Jets, and it just confirmed everything we were talking about. This it just validates everything, Alex. Like the whole, it, it, it's not acting. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not fabricated. It's not keeping up with the Kardashians. It's not a reality show. Like they're just literally videotaping them working, and they're talking about how they're viewing JJ. You know what I'm saying? Jermaine Johnson and how they're how what they rank Sauce Gardner and how hyped he was when they drafted Stingley. Like it was just like the it was everything what? that we. Do was everything we watch is everything that we talked about, and um, it's just man. If you if you are hyped about this Jets season, or if you want to learn more about this Jets team, you have to watch that. We're gonna have a full. That's probably that the best thing. Week. That's probably the best thing that you could say. Yeah, and either next week or the week after afterwards, we're gonna get really break uh break the series down. But if you want to learn about the players and see who they are, definitely that's what that video does. I mean, they, look. I always joke about it being the propaganda machine because it does a, it does what it's supposed to do. You get you hyped for the season. It makes you think the Jets are going undefeated every single season. All right. Every time I watch any of those videos, I'm like, oh yeah, Jets are going undefeated. Don't worry. And then I have to reel myself back in and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. hold up. Wait a minute. We're not doing that right now. We're not going that direction. We're not going that direction. All right. Let's cut, let's calm the brakes. We're still rebuilding over here, but no, very good stuff uh, over there. Uh, when you want to go check it out, but. Look, man, you're talking about you're talking about ranking, right? Talking about ranking Sauce Gardner and everybody. Well, we got to do some ranking today too. But you know what? We got to bring in our bring in our guy. You know, the solidified third co-host of this pod, essentially, when it comes to Jets, Mr. Video Producer Greg Albert. What's going on, Greg? How you doing, bro? What's going on, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for you know the nice introduction. I'm ready to rank. I'm also ready to break down the take flight stuff. So definitely, if you haven't checked it out yet. Go give it a watch. I think it's five parts, five YouTube's uh, episodes, 30, 40 minutes each or so. You know, definitely oh, talk well, put it on times one and a half. No problem banging out in 30 you minutes. You are a sick man. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can. And it, to John's point, it's incredible. So if you haven't watched it yet, I don't want to give away too much because we will do a deep dive into the whole five-part series um, either next week or the week after. Because to your guys' point, you know, it is kind of a slow period in the NFL season. And we're trying to come up with, you know, good, fun topics to talk about and do and keep people interested. I think we got a good one tonight, man. We did a little uh, Ring of Honor ceremony draft the other day. 
you know, this time we're going to get a little more collaborative on it and work together on kind of breaking down the AFC East. So I'm excited for it. It's going to be a good episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're going to, we're breaking down the AFC East. We're going to give you some rankings right now. Okay. Rank it. We're going to start off giving you a little bit of ranking of like where we think, uh, teams are going to finish in the AFC East. Then we're going to discuss by position where we think each position group ranks in the AFC. So we're going to start with the, with the offense today. Just keep a little simple. That's why next week we're probably going to, we're going to do the defensive side, but we're going to stick with the offense today. So look, guys, another year. I can actually be very confident saying I do not have to watch the New England Patriots win the division. So that's, that brings me some. <laughs> some joy, <laughs> yeah. but there is another team that's on the rise that was pretty close last year, going pretty deep in the playoffs that we're talking about. So that would be the one Buffalo Bills. So I, we're, we're just going to hop into this right now. We're going to go from bottom to top, or we can go top to bottom. Which which way do you guys want to go? I'm going to I'm going to leave it up to the panel to decide. I think we'll start with the top because I, I I assume the top's going to be the easiest. I think the top that, is the easiest. Be a yeah, dog fight yeah. to figure out two, three, and four. So yeah, yeah. So obviously it's the Buffalo Bills for me. I think you got to put the Buffalo Bills. Got to give the respect. They were there. Josh Allen's been doing a good job. Doug McDermott's been doing a good job coaching that team. Like you got to give them respect. They almost have arrived, but they're they're there. They're they're a really good team. So I just got to give them credit to where Chris do. I think they're going to win the division again. Like they did last season, they were close. They made an interesting game out of the, against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the Buffalo Bills for me. What about you, Greg? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the odds for divisions, because you know I'm a gambling guy, they have the second highest odds to you know to be a division shout out winner. Winning picks weekly. Yeah, shout out winning picks <laughs> weekly. Go give it a like. Go give it a follow. But I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think I'm minus 300 to win their division. Then after that, the Bills are minus 180 is the most likely favorite, you know, to win the division. So I think, you know, 11 wins last year, knocking on the door, maybe a coin flip away from moving on to, uh, the big, the big stage. So I, I think it's, it's most likely going to be the Bills. You know, they're the odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl, uh, betting wise this year. So wild. I don't know about all that, yeah, but wild, you know, to win the division. Yeah. I think they're the best team in the AFC. They're the right favorite now. to win the Super Bowl right now. That, did I hear that right? I believe so. Good at least, Lord. At least on, uh, Yahoo when I log in and stuff. Yeah. Outright betting. Yeah. Buffalo Bills plus 650, Tampa Bay plus 750, Chiefs plus 950. Okay. I hate all, I hate all of those, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't like any of those three. <laughs> Chargers plus 1,600. I don't hate it. Just throwing that out there. I don't hate that. I don't even think the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs, but we'll get into that on a different time and a different day. I mean, I guess the, the, the safe answer, the easy answer here is Buffalo. Like you guys said, they were the best team last year, but at the same time, that make that means that their strength of schedule is the hardest this year in the divisions specifically. I think they're ranked like 12 on strength of schedule. Meanwhile, everyone else is like uh, in the 15 to 17 range or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not by, not by much, but you're talking about coin flips here, right? To get in a, a mm-hmm. couple coin flips here and there. I, I don't know, dude, how long can the bills sustain this? I really, I'm, I'm picking them to win the division, but I'm not like minus two twenty five. No way. 
am I throwing that down? Objectively speaking, no chance am I betting on the Bills minus 225. I think that's very silly, to be honest with you. I think you'll, at the very worst, you'll get better odds as the year goes on. Maybe slip a game here or there. You know what I mean? Look bad for a couple games. So I know, I know that's my gambling brain on. But, you know, just to be safe, just so, you know, nobody runs away from the pod, I'll put the Bills at one here. Hey, man, we're going to the Bills, too. I mean, look, Bills back in 2019, 2020, when uh, Tom Brady was still on the Patriots, right? They went 10 and 6. They were second in the division. The following year, they then come out with 13 and 3, number one in the division. Then last season, they go 11 and 6, win the division again. I think, I think it's just, it's easy to assume. So to go to your point, John, like they, they, they had a tough strength of schedule last season. They went 11 and 6, still won. They, they barely beat out the Patriots. We're 10 and seven, right? Right behind them. So to your point, yeah, it is going to be difficult again for them because it's going to be another, another year of a tough strength of schedule, right? So, but I still think if they can edge out the Patriots, because I don't look at the Patriots as being anyone that spectacular, I think the Bills, it's an easy lock for them to be number one again. Now going on to number two. I'm going to start. Get some murky. This one is good. This good. This good. I hate saying it. I hate thinking it because I, my heart wants to tell me one thing, but my brain's telling me another thing. Yeah. I think this is where we're going to start, uh, start getting all, uh, some differences. Unfortunately, I think I got to go with the Patriots just because Billy B is still there mm-hmm. and just the, the evil genius that he is. He made, he legit made a guy who only can throw no further than 10 yards win 10 out of seven games. I mean, for the love of God. The dude Best shape of his throw. life now, bro. Best shape of his life. <laughs> I mean, for the love of God, the kid didn't even throw that many passes, was it? He, 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 the, the, was the one game against the Buffalo Bills where he even, he'd even throw, was it, like three times, five times, something like that? And they, they still won. They murdered that game. And I really hated it. I hate, I hate having to see that they legit got to hide their rookie QB who legit can go further than 10 yards. And they still beat the team that ultimately won the division. So... I gotta go with the Patriots as being the second, probably the second in the division, even though I hate saying it, just because Bill Belichick is that maniacal mastermind that I really just dislike. That's what I'm going with. And just to keep the order going, Greg, who, who you got for, uh, for number two? Yeah. I mean, I got the Patriots too. I don't know if I'm as far down on, uh, Mac Jones as you are. I think he could throw the ball. I just think that they don't really have anyone to catch the ball. I think that's their biggest problem on offense. Yeah. You know, I mean, at Alabama, we saw him slinging around, but then again, he had one of the best wide receiving core in college football history. Man's throwing, so. man was throwing ducks his rookie season. I'm not sold. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. like, here's the thing, dude. Like, He's gonna if, improve. If, if you're telling me that the wide receivers they had nobody to throw to, yet at the same time they're spending so much money on you know John Smith, the pass catching tight end, along with Henry. Yeah. They got Nelson Aguilar, all this money on him. They got Kendrick Bourne in there. They got Devontae Parker. They got Jacoby Myers. Like they they got Nikhil Harry, who they drafted. Like at what point is it there? Like does it start affecting them? Like they don't have anybody to throw to. But now most of your assets are going towards pass catchers. You still don't have anybody to, to pass to. Why? Like why? Why are you still confident in this offense? Because I think if they did have pass catchers last year, they would have won the division. I mean, it came down to a game late in the season when they just didn't have the horses to keep up with the Bills. So I think that 
I think they made terrible decisions with the tight ends and the pass catchers they brought in. I think we all agree on that. I mean, they sunk so much money into these four or five players, and none of them are really good. I think Hunter Henry was the best, especially in the red zone for them last year, just because I had him like on a tight end in one of my fantasy leagues. So I saw him catch a tight end like every other week. But other than that, man, I mean, Smith really didn't impress. Pass catchers don't impress. Running back's pretty good. I mean, Harris I like, but... You know, we need to see a little bit more at Stevenson if they're going to be a real one-two punch. But I think they're just the best overall team, best organization in the AFC East. So I think that carries a lot of weight. The locker room and, you know, the front office is very important in all NFL organizations. And New England might have the best, you know, people in place to make sure that thing rolls. So I don't know. I just think they're the best team. I think they, they if I'm going to bet anything, I kind of like the Patriots to win the division at plus 400. I think they have a shot at winning it. Um, just because, like you said, minus 200 for the Bills, I want to bet something like that. So I think it's an easy second place for the Patriots right now. I think they're going to win double digit games. Mm. So I, actually, I think a good bet for the Patriots is, is second place at plus 190. Yeah. I, I kind of I like that so far as, um, a nice value pick, to be honest with you. However, the way the schedule is set, where the Patriots open up against the Dolphins, I think that's an interesting game, especially with the, you know the new revamped head coaching staff, the From new Miami. revamped offense in Miami too. Yeah, I mean it's going to be interesting. Also, like how much does Malcolm Butler really have in the tank? Now yeah. he's now he's your starting corner. Uh, right, JC Jackson's gone. He was a shutdown guy. Number one in the league. Yeah. So I, I so you, they they open up with. I know we all, we've been talking about how hard the Jets schedule is. Patriots open up at Miami. It's impossible for them to play there in general. At Pittsburgh, home versus Baltimore for their home opener week three. Tough game. And then at Green Bay, their first four weeks, they can easily go 0-4, 1-3. Like, that's not out of the question for me. And, then, and, and you know, then they're, then they're going to win, like, four games easily. One of those is the Jets, <laughs> to be honest, right? They got the Lions, Browns, Bears, Jets, Colts, bye, right? They're going to pick that up right away. They're going to pick up in all the that Jets right Lions, Browns, too. Bears, Jets, oh, my. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can't I, forget, too, that Josh McDaniels is gone. He's out in L- uh, Las Vegas now, so... I mean, Matt Patricia, maybe Joe Judge running the offense. Yeah, That's like, never worked out. I, so I, I think the game for the second place division is going to be week 11, November 20th, right after the bye week for both teams. Yep. Patriots Jets. at Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right after. No, actually, this one's in Gillette. Sorry. This, the, this game's in Gillette. Yep. Um, after. They probably beat beat us with me there, <laughs> you know, because it's right in the middle of their streak. I, I already know. Like, I, I feel it already. However, this could be a big game, man. If we split with the Patriots here, I really think that the second half of our schedule is favorable, and we can kind of close the gap a little bit. Uh, they have a kind of tough schedule after that. I'm, 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 I'm talking like this because I'm taking the Jets at second place here. I know that's crazy. It's not I, crazy. I, I actually don't think it's crazy. It's Greg, Greg will always thinks John's crazy, but that's another story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's plus six fifty right now on DraftKings for the Jets to be second place. 
it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy. But if they win some important games, like Week 11, like if they put up a fight, well, we haven't won one division game, right? So it's obviously insane since Joe Douglas has been here. So it's obviously insane to come out and say we're going to be anything but fourth, right? (laughs) You know, if we're being objective about it. But the way the schedule is set up, and if our opponent is the Patriots, in my opinion, for second place, we win week 11. We keep it tight before the bye week, like 500 ball, or hopefully a little above, win week 11. Second place is is ours for the taking, and, and that's a wild card spot, man. So that that that's that's where uh, I'm placing them, and then by by virtue of the fact I'm putting Patriots third, and then that leaves for me the Dolphins fourth. Mm. Okay, yeah. So obviously, not obviously, but I, I like I don't think the Jets are too far off to be a second place team. I think there has, as John said, they have to. It's going to be a lot of tight games in order for the Jets to be second place. There's, there can't be a lot of mistakes. Like, obviously, that's the name of the game playing football. You can't have a lot of mistakes, but the Jets specifically, they're, they're a young team, still a rebuilding team. They're not going to be an offensive juggernaut that we've seen throughout the NFL, whether it be Packers, whether it was Tom Brady on the Patriots, whether it was the days of Peyton Manning and so forth, whether it's like Russell Wilson who can just go and a snap of a finger and just put up points, right? This is not that team. This team's got to play really smart, like control the football type of game if they're going to be close to being a second place team, which it's not totally, it's not totally out of the picture. It's not a long shot. They could definitely be there. I'm going to go with them at third, though. I think the Jets going to, they're going to, they're going to win games this season. They're going to improve. I'm going to go with third. And it's because they're going to be playing that type of football. They're not going to lose games at the hands of Zach Wilson, giving you four turnovers through interceptions in one game. They're going to lose games by like a touchdown this year. And it's going to be close. Plus 350, Alex. It's, it's good. They're going to be close games this season. It's going to be close. The defense is going to help them keep them in games. Offense, I see it going to be a little bit more ground and pound. Uh, this, this is kind of going to be a throwback to the 09, 2010 Jets. Not in the sense that we're going Don't to say that. Not, not. Hold on. Hold on. In the sense of idea of play, not in actual dominance in those areas, because they, they were dominant in the Listen, run and man. they were dominant in the def- in defense. But they're going to have that same kind of philosophy this season. That's all I'm saying. That's exactly what the philosophy of this team is, man. I don't. I don't want to say it out loud, man. I, I. I really. I'm trying not to. But all this team is set up to do is make third and short, run the ball, play defense, and. They have a defensive head coach, a rah-rah guy. Everyone loves each other in the locker room. They have all their all their players have chips on their shoulder. Uh, their one biggest contract, or about like he really has one or one more year on him. Is CJ Mosley? This team is. Dude, I don't. I, it re, it's giving me 2010 vibes, and if he could just be better than Sanchez, <laughs> like that's all I ask, man. That, just be all, better than all, the Sanchez, and that's where. And I think, like those Jets, they play second. Like those Jets, they did play second in the division um, because they play that t- style of football. So that's where I'm, I'm going with the Jets to be third, though. I think we're gonna get some. Uh, not gut wrenching, but tough losses where it's hundred percent. So, so it's 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 just that's why I got that's why I got the team third. So Greg, because we already know where John's going. John's got Patriots third, Dolphins fourth. That obviously is Dolphins fourth for me as well. Because please, I think, please let's sweep the board with that. Please let's sweep the yeah, board with no, the Dolphins fourth. Let's yeah, go. Jets three, <laughs> Dolphins four. 
I mean, I just don't see how the Dolphins improve this season. I, look, well, man. They got, they got Teron Armstead at left tackle, and they got yes. Tyreek Hill. And, you know, but you need somebody to get him the ball. <laughs> yeah. The whole- Chase, yeah, I mean, they got, listen, they're going to be – they're going to be better than we think, but I don't think it's it's going to be why we think. It's not going to be this elite offense to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, even though they we'll get we'll get to it in a second. They might be the most elite wide receiver group, you know. Just and they got uh, Cedric Wilson at the third. I mean, yep. that's 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 pretty crafty. Preston Wilson, Preston Williams, who kills the Jets. I feel like from that <laughs> time is not even on the depth chart. <laughs> like he, uh, they also have Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle. Yep. Uh, Miles Gaskin is hanging out there. Uh, don't let's not forget uh, Gizeki. Like they they kill us for all these all these players that we think are whatever they kill us. But I I just feel like they're gonna they're gonna be sneaky running team ugly games. That's what the Dolphins do. All of a sudden their defense will have like three games in a row. You know what yeah, I'm they're saying? just on I'm fire. Like, I think the Dolphins are like they'll do nothing for three quarters and all of a sudden with like a minute left in the third quarter, they'll just like score like an 80-yard touchdown and they'll do like two more to start the fourth and they'll do nothing the rest of the game and they'll win like 24-17 out of nowhere. Someone will throw to Xavier Howard for no good reason in the fourth quarter. I know. Yeah, I think they, I feel like they just get a couple quick scores on you, and then all of a sudden it's like, crap, what do we do? We have to score quick, and these can't do it. So we'll it see. Sounds like but a, yeah. It just sounds like a day in Miami, man. You go morning, it's just calm. Afternoon's calm. Evening <laughs> starts to get all riled up. Nighttime is like, whoa, 100, 120 miles an hour. That's kind of how they play. Honestly. Yeah. Waddle, Waddle and Tyreek Hill, they do that, man. That, that, that's one throw from a touchdown at all times. And that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. Uh, I don't know if I'm discrediting too much. I think there's going to be a lot of like six yard passes from two of this. Oh, oh my I think god! He's going to wide receiver until we die. Bro. Yeah, he, it's just going to be yards <laughs> after the catch. Like I think they might set records for yards after they catch this year because Waddle and Hill are so fast. You have to deal with both of them. I think you just have Gasecki as a bailout every single play. He's one of the best catching tight ends in the league. So. Yeah. And this, is where, receiver, bro. and this is where I think for for the Dolphins, this is where I have them fourth, is that, you know, you got someone in Tyreek Hill that's supposed to be an explosive playmaker, but sure, he can catch a lot of underneath throws, but if you're going to just be predictable and throwing a lot of underneath throws, how far can you actually go, right? And I don't look at their running back situation as, it's okay, it's good, like, between there, but I don't think it's it's dominant enough where, it would be anything like what we were just talking about, like at 09, 2010 Jets, where you can go ground and pound, rely on your defense, and, no. and, and get some wins that way. I think they're going, I think they're going to be a team that struggles. First year head coach, Tua hasn't, has still yet to prove himself. A first year head a coach. A lot of that stuff, a lot, those two things in general, it's, it, it will be rough. We saw how rough it was with the, with the Jets. You have a, a quarterback that is unproven, rookie head coach. Very few times you get both of those things, and it's game busters. Very few times. Yeah, and like I was going to say, the uh, a first-year head coach, where historically, I would say 99% of the time, the reason why you're getting a new head coach is because your old head coach stunk. Brian Flores was a great coach, and they got rid of him because the organization stinks. And now I feel bad for Mike McDaniels because by all intents and purposes, it seems like he's a cool guy, very offensively focused. Kind of a younger head coach has some new systems, some new things he wants to try, 
And I don't know if he's a big upgrade over Brian Flores. Like, Dude, I think I he might be a downgrade. I can't stand him at all. I hate that you even you have these <laughs> positive notions about him. I just don't everything want to be mean of, to the guy off the bat. But. Dude, everything about this man makes me despise him. I love that he's the Dolphins head coach. I yeah. love it so much. Like, if he's going to prove me wrong, if this is the guy that's going to take Tyree Hill and Tua over the top, then so freaking be it. If the God, dude, then so be it, man. Like, I'll eat my words. I'll watch it happen. Let's see it. But if you're asking me, I'm taking the Dolphins plus 600 to be fourth in the division. That's yeah, what I'm I like going, that, well, John's thinking to be plus, uh, you said what, plus 600 or plus 400? You said plus 600, 60 plus to 600 one for the to Dolphins to be the fourth freaking place yeah. in the division. Sign yeah. me up, dude. I'm yes. taking it. So then let's, let's transition to the next thing because we just ranked these teams. So was it, uh, John's got one bill, one bills, two jets, three patriots, four dolphins. Greg and I are, are on the same line where it's bills, patriots, jets. Dolphins. So now that we got that out of the way, let's get into these offensive ranking positions and see where it's interesting because sometimes you can have the best skilled players and you're still like, what the, what the hell we're we're not, why are we not winning? You know what I mean? Like it it just, it just plays out that way sometimes. So let's, let's get into this. We're going to start. Do you guys want to start with the quarterback? Save that last, or do you want to start off with a different wide, a different position group? Let's start with the wide receivers, man. We just touched up on it a little bit. We've been mentioning pass catchers for the last couple of minutes. How about and this? Because I, like- I feel like everyone's going to be intrigued in the skill positions. Let's start off with the line. Let's just do a okay. line. Get, okay. get off the bat. Because I'm gonna. This is going to be controversial. Uh, let's start with Wolf. the line. All right. I want to hear this right now. Just just yeah. rip the Band-Aid off. Let's hear it, John. Yeah, well, I, I, how about how about I tell you, you want to hear what my opinion is or you want to hear, like, actual facts that the Jets have the, the best offensive line? Let's hear both. <laughs> let's I mean, go. I mean, I guess, I, okay, let's, let's call it the Patriots. Okay, we'll say the Patriots have the best, the number one line, because they just picked up Cole Strange. Let's just assume he's going to be good because – Bill it, Belichick, yeah. but, but Bill Belichick doesn't draft well. But let's just forget all these things. Let's just say Bill Belichick drafted an old lineman, Cole Strange. He was fun in the senior bowl. Isaiah Wynn, amazing left tackle. David Andrews at center. And we knew, like, ah, right Trent guard. Brown, right tackle. Trent Brown at right it holds it down. Yeah. You better believe so, it. So that's the... That's the. I mean, going from Shaq Mason to Cole Strange is gonna be is gonna be interesting, dude. I mean, that's gonna be the biggest set. So the, they have tough. They have a tough time at the guards. However, if they keep it if they keep it tight, which Bill Belichick will, they're gonna they're gonna run for some yards. They're gonna keep it third and short. Mag Jones will only have to throw for like he'll be twenty four for for twenty seven with one hundred twenty yards, but they'll they'll be winning games because they'll get first downs. They'll be controlling the clock. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll go with the Patriots at one, but like a very close to, like a very, very close to is this New York Jets, man. This New York Jets offensive line is crazy. If 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 Mikai Beckton is the right tackle, and we have fought a, a, a proven veteran at left tackle, next to a proven veteran, all pro left guard and Tomlinson, McGovern, okay, decent. Next to Elijah Vera Tucker, an unbelievable 
rookie year, unbelievable in college. Next to Makai Becton, 77 at right tackle. Like, dude, the, the, the upside is, is endless. It's, it's like, it's literally endless for me. So I'll just start off with the top two there and then we can go down and, and see what you guys think. But for me, it's close between one and two. I'll give, you got to give it to, that's where you got to give it to Belichick. The, the trenches, the defensive line, the offensive line, no matter who the players are. I'm like, dude. Just give it to him. It's all. It's oh. It's always. But he also been that has the players. But he also has the players this year. Yeah. It's all. It's always been that way for Belichick, man. It's always been about the trenches, and that's why Tom Brady never really got sacked like that. Not only did he have his pocket awareness, but legitimately, when you watch those offensive lines, nothing really got through. That thing was a solid. Like that thing. That's a solid unit they always have. But I do agree with you, John. Patriots got to be number one when it comes to that. Look, man. I'm buying you on, on the New York Jets with the number two. I'm buying it. Because I look at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, they're not that great. That's, all, that's why it's interesting when we, when we say it's so obvious that they're going to win the, the division that we just talked about. Because that, that's why I wanted to go through each and every skill position. And I want to kind of do the rankings of the division after we're all done. And just make sure we're all the same. Because... Dude, they might have a bottom tier, not only in the division, but in the whole league. When you talked about offensive lines, like Mitch Morse, okay. Like, remember when we were trying to get Mitch Morse for center and then they wanted to get rid of him after one year? Like, mm-hmm. he's okay. Roger Saffold is their best player. He's a left guard. I think the whole, the whole year, uh, their right tackle, Spencer Brown, he had a tough year. He, he, wherever he played well, the Bills played well. Whenever he didn't, the Bills didn't. The rest of their offensive line, Ryan Bates, Lyon, uh, De- uh, Deion Dawkins at left tackle. He's probably their best player, but none of them are spectacular. I would give it to Saffold, but I guess, I guess yeah. it's the left side. I don't know, dude. I, I don't trust it. I-, I-, I understand why Josh Allen is needed there because he could sling it and he takes he takes risks and he's uh, got enough confidence and enough prowess with the Bills organization and the fans to throw bad, you know, bad throws once in a while. Like, it's okay. And they love to run the ball. So. Well, look. The thing I mean, is, that's, what, that's why. I don't I, know. When I, when I look at. When I look don't, at ask, don't tell Zach Moss that. I'm sure he'll sure have a different opinion whether they like to run the ball or not. But And I know it's going to be crazy for some people to say, like, how do you have the Jets over the Buffalo Bills? But it's like, when I watch that offensive line, like, Josh Allen was running for his life, too. Like, he was not. I didn't always see like a stable pocket back there for him. Guys would just get through, you know? And when you don't, that's why Josh Allen running really is that dynamic. He's true. He's built like a running back playing quarterback, although he's a really good quarterback too. But because of that, that's why the Bills are legitimately able to thrive. Because if it was a regular quarterback back there, let's just even say for shits and giggles, it was someone like Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. He'd be murdered. Yeah. And you're not you're not going far. It's that's why that Buffalo Bills, and honestly, it's pretty close to like as bad as the Dolphins. But I don't no. know. I mean, no, the Dolphins. I mean, Armstead like gives them water, like gives them some sort of name to hang on. Yeah. Otherwise, a little bit were, of a foundation. Other than that, they were the worst. They were terrible. Yeah. Like if Armstead gets hurt this year, like he always does, it's over. It's over yeah. for them. Like that, that, I, I, I think they're gonna have to throw. To Hill or Waddle in two seconds, and honestly, I, I think yeah. it's gonna—I think it's gonna be bad for them. To be honest with you, dude, I really think it's not gonna be. 
Dude, that ha- I I'm telling you right now, June twenty second. I cannot wait to watch <laughs> the 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 videos and the and like the, the random still shots of the Dolphins head coach. When just like <laughs> when just like what what do I do right now? My quarterback's getting killed. Tyreek Hill's cursing me out. <laughs> like Waddle wants a trade. Like Xavier Howard's pissed. Like, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, dude. Armstead's like, what's what am I doing right now? Like, I was on the on the Saints, and now like, what's going on here? I think the Dolphins easily fourth here. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. I think the uh, Patriots won. one through Jets, four. I think so. Jets wow. two. To your point about the Jets, I think we can be one. I think we need one more year. I need to see one year out we of Beckton. We just need to see it. We just need to see, see it one at year all. More out of, and I need <laughs> to see know? one year out of Tom, uh, Lankin Tomlinson coming over and just doing what he did in San Francisco as a Jet. That's it. Because, I mean, he was a phenomenal. He was probably one of the best, if not the best, left guard in the NFL. So if he can come over and give us that, plus our young guys, just take one, you know, one full year, one more step, I think next year is no problem. We have the best offensive line in the division. So right so now, I'm, I'm okay with us being right. second. I'm more worried about the right, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, AVT's never been on the right, you know, except for a couple. And Beckton's never been on the right except for a couple, you know, in college, too. So, that one, I just need to see it for the first time. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Tomlinson, he's, like you said, best guard font. Like, he did it on Seattle in a different scheme. He's done it on both sides of the Jets, which is virtually impossible. No one else, everyone else stinks on our line. He's been somehow (laughs) good. Exactly. And Font's one of those guys where I don't know if he's Jets good or if he's NFL good. He was good for us last year, but I don't know if you take his play across the NFL if he's considered like a great left tackle. So that's huge for like Mets fans and Knicks fans listening everywhere. That's such, I feel like everyone, both those franchises can definitely relate to that. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. I was just doing so, I was just doing some research right now seeing how many times were those. You know, just to see how many got times each quarterback in the division was sacked. Tua, granted, he played fewer games than everybody else, not by much. He had the he was sacked the least amount, only twenty sacks. Then it was Josh Allen with twenty six, Mac Jones with twenty eight. That's what Zach Wilson with a million in in six games. Forty four, <laughs> forty four for Mister Zach Wilson. Yeah, he yeah, he's got to get rid of the ball, dude. Yeah, dude, he was so bad for half the season. I wanted to I honestly like, I wanted to kill him. I really yeah. wanted to kill him. I think, dude, I'll, that Patriots game, I, I wanted to strangle him with some <laughs> of those throws, man. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So, I mean, if you watch the games, obviously you can see the offensive line for the Bills' uh, struggles. But this is where I say, like Josh Allen, being who he is, doesn't get sacked that much, but. You watch that line. A is not a great offensive line. No, he's moving around for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's stick. Let's stick. Let's stick on that same basis, and let's go back down to the running backs. Right. We want to do the offensive line. Let's go to the running backs here. And and to be honest with you, no group really sticks out to me. A bunch of a bunch of B's and B pluses, in my opinion. I, I, I honestly, Greg, w- tell me, man, where do you, where are you leaning here, dude? It's kind of it's kind of tough because both teams have or the the Bills and the Jets both have a young guy that you know the Jets arguably Brees is going to be our number one where Cook's probably going to be the number two guy but they've needed a number two guy in Buffalo for a long time 
So I'm not sure how they're going to impact uh, their teams. Miami went out and got a bunch of guys, but I don't really like any of the people that they <laughs> brought in. So Would have been Chase Edmonds guy. No, not Chase. Not Raheem Mostert guy. No, <laughs> my my problem with all that we could talk to. I mean, I'm probably gonna say it a million times by the time I'm done podcasting. They just get hurt all the time, dude. I can't deal with it. They just get hurt <laughs> all the time. They're out over and over. Shout out Chase Edmonds on my dynasty team. Plays three games a year. Like, come on. So. I'm not worried about them. I honestly think there's a shot that the Jets have the best running back core. You know what the sad right thing now is in the division. You know what the sad thing is? Chase Edmonds is a really good running back. Like he'll have those you'll have those games. Yeah. Then as you said, it's like cool, he had one game. Now he's out for like four. Where yeah. you at? Where yeah, you at? He's out for eight. He stinks sometimes. Some seasons are rough. Other seasons he's great. So like I was saying, I think the Jets got the best running back core. I think we have a shot at the best running back core. I think maybe the Patriots on paper, if you want to split hairs, have the best running backs right now with Harris and Stevenson. But I think Hall just has such an upside. Hall has a chance to be the best running back in the division. I think there's a shot he is the best running back in the division. We just haven't seen it at the NFL level yet. Michael Carter's pretty damn good, too, as a number two option. He's definitely the best number two option in the division. That's a fact. Um, So, yeah, I'm putting the Jets one on this one. Especially as a pass catching back for for Michael uh, for Michael Carter, like yeah, you, you got to give him you got to give him his props for that. Brees Hall, we haven't seen it yet. I think yeah. when you look at this list, I agree with you, Greg. Like Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mozart, Sony Michelle, Miles Gaskin, that doesn't really excite me down in Miami at all. Um, honestly, I'd put the Bills up there as like honestly to me, it could be like a three way tie with with the Jets, the Patriots, and and uh, the Bills just because. I do like Devin Singletary. James Cook, he's going to be a nice second uh, uh, second option for them at running back. Devin Singletary, like when he's healthy, he can, he can motor. Patriots, Damian Harris is solid. Uh, Stevenson, solid, solid second option as well. I think I'm going to go, because it sounds like a cop-out. I'm going to go, I'm going to lean the Bills and give the Bills this one in, uh, in the running back, just because I think with Singletary, as a starting running back, I can believe in that. And I like the, I like, I like Cook as their second option. And then I'll go Patriots, Damon Harris and Stevenson. I'll go Jets third, but it's really close. Honestly, I'm not, I, it's just because I haven't seen Brees Hall play at the NFL level. And I, I think if I just throw him up there, it's a little too premature in my opinion, just because I've seen the other two guys work. You haven't seen James Cook work. No, I'm saying like as a starter. I'm talking about as a, yeah. between the other two stars, like Harris and and. Uh, but like you take it, who you taking? Who you taking? Like right now, Singletary or Michael Carter? That's you know those are the two starters there. I like. You know Michael I mean, Carter. that's how you look at it. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. I go or with Damian Michael Carter. Harris. I'm Damian taking Harris. Harris. I'm taking. Okay. Harris. Okay. Fine. Take him out. Take him out. Okay. 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 Singletary. I'm looking. Carter. I'm looking as like a complete like one as a two. four. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just wondering because, like, those are the players we've actually seen. So I'm just curious. Like, would you take Singletary or Carter? Because that to me is a toss up. Like, Singletary on the jet, on on a on a different team, I think might have did a lot better than he did last year. You know what I mean? I I don't think he lived up to his full potential. Yeah, and that's because Allen because throws the, a lot sometimes. Well, well, but the the thing is, it goes back to the offensive line, right? Like, if your offensive line is not creating the holes True. for you, how True. much can you how much work can you do? I do like Singletary as a talent. Like, if I'm looking at him as a talent. I yeah. like him. 
as a four. So it, 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 the Bills and the Jets match up so well, especially the the top four, right? Because that's the unit. Yeah, where it's Devin Singletary, James Cook, who so interesting, dude. Everybody had Brees Hall, the number one running back in the draft, going to the Bills, who needed a running back. Then and then the Jets were gonna maybe get Cook, right? The second running back in the second round. Turned out that the Jets got Hall. The Bills got Cook, and you know here we are. So that's gonna be a really fun matchup. That's gonna be a bunch of graphics here. And, you know they're gonna be compared to each other uh, for the probably the, at least the first four or five years of their career. So it'll be better than the EJ be Manuel Geno Smith graphics. <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> tough. But dude, for, we, we we didn't mention Zach Moss and Duke Johnson on the on the back end there. You're talking about injuries, right? Like injuries, running backs. Like those are nice players to have. You know, week seven, week eight. Like, they could play. You know what I mean? And like we said, this team is going to run. And then you compare that to the Jets, where we have Singletary, like we said. I mean, we have Carter, like we said. We have Brees Hall. But then Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson, like, that's a nice wrap-up. You know what I mean? When when people get hurt. Because last year, you know, we were going with our fifth and sixth running backs, you know, by by the end of the year. So, as a unit, I'm taking the Jets number one. I'm taking the Bills number two. You guys were hyped about Damian Harris. To me, James White. It takes the cake, man, for the Patriots. Every time they need to do anything, they just do the stupid crap. James White I mean, drives me nuts. Damian Harris had that's, twice the amount of touchdowns as anyone else in the division. That's, that's, so that's what that, off. And that's kind of like where I will get the depth. If we're talking about depth, that's why I go Bills first because I think Bills one through four solid. But here's Patriots, the thing, dude. The Patriots White have man. the number one O line, and they have the and they have, the running back is getting. You know, quite numbers. I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at number one. Well, we're, we're not looking at production. We're just looking at talent, right? We're just looking at talent. talent. Like who's got, who's got it? That's what I'm going. Bills, Patriots, Jets. That's how I'm doing. All right. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go Patriots first. I think they're going to have the best running. But officially, I think they're going to have the best running because Mac Jones stinks and they run the ball and they have the best offensive line. And Damien Harris, I, you know, I guess consensus best running back because I, I, I can't give it to a rookie. So I'll, I'll give it to the Patriots one, Jets number two, Bills three, Dolphins four. I love putting the Dolphins four in every category. It's making me so happy. I was just saying, a shot that might go the whole entire way. <laughs> I so I'd love to figure out after the podcast kind of what that average is out to. Because I don't know if the Bills should be one, Patriots should be one. We'll figure that out. Uh, yeah, so I'm saying, well, after the next episode, we'll re-rank uh, our, our division after everything. Because, you know... The well, I kind of want to put out. I kind of want to put this graphic out too, like uh, the you know Nick Jets et cetera podcast division. We'll, we'll get that thing. We'll get, get that thing rocking. Ranking. We'll get it rocking. So now, yeah. now let's move from the running back. Let's go. Uh, also, fullback Nick Bowden wins. Not even a conversation. Don't add. Yeah, easy. Let's move on. <laughs> let's go with. Uh, you want you want to go tight ends? You want to go to tight ends? I want to go. I want to go wide receivers because I want. I want to talk about how I got the Dolphins first. <laughs> just talk about how I got the Dolphins right. fourth. And last place. <laughs> the last place for each thing trend now, ends right here. Yeah, because I, I, I think they're actually first here, man. And I agree with that. <laughs> I, know, I, I think it's pretty hard to, really? to. I think it's pretty hard to argue otherwise that the Dolphins. If you look at a talent, uh, the, the Bills are right there, dude. You know the what? Bills got Diggs, and then they, they got, got our boy Crowder. And they got Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis went for like 300 yards and 16 touchdowns in one game. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. Mm. But I'm going to give it to Very the Dolphins, true. man. They have to have, they have, they need some redemption from me. They have to have something. And <laughs> Waddle did games. it all season last year. He was phenomenal all year as the guy. And now and you add Hill to that. And the punt returner. Yeah. You got Hill. Now they have to worry about the speedsters. 
You got Gizeki, who is honestly not a tight end, dude. He literally lines up as a wide receiver. Yeah. I, they got they got the best pass catchers, in my opinion. I'm throwing the Bills number two. I'm throwing the Jets number three. I know I'm excited about them. I know the whole world is excited about them. I know everybody and their mom loves Garrett Wilson. I, I personally, I'm not. I'm not that sold, dude. If he has an Elijah Moore. Don't do it, John. Don't do it. Come on. If if he has an Elijah Moore rookie year, I will be thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly impressed if he can get his numbers. Not sold on Sauce. Not sold on Wilson. What what are you sold on, John? What are you sold on? Offensive line. Offensive line. Jermaine Johnson. That's what I'm sold on. I'm sold on the defensive line. I'm sold on Bruce Ball. I'm sold on Elijah Moore. Uh, I love the tight ends. Sold on them. Yep. All right. But, so Dolphins one, Bills two, Jets three, a huge space, and then the Patriots four. Huge. Oh, there's a massive gap for the Patriots four. But I gotta go. Alex, I gotta so go. you think of the same thing, or you think of something different here? No, I'm so going. See, burials, baby. Here's the thing, Shout and this is him. where, and this is where <laughs> I was saying, like John, John's right where it's close between the Bills and the Dolphins. But I gotta give it to the Dolphins. I think you got. Look, it's not that I think you got two res- receivers on that team that went over for a thousand yards with J. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Okay. Even though they both didn't do it last season on the same team, it's two 1,000 yard receivers. That's, that's talent. Okay. You got to respect the talent. So that's why I'm going with them first. Then you got to respect the Buffalo Bills. I do like Jamison Crowder in the, in the SWAT. I think he'll be better than Cole Beasley. You got to respect Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is just his route running ability. His hands is just on another level. Look, I think even the Minnesota Vikings, even though they got their, they got the boy Jefferson out there. Having all three of those guys would have just been insane. <laughs> you know, like having him, yeah. oh God, that would that would have been something. But got to give respect to the Buffalo Bills for what they got. Gabriel Davis is solid, solid guy. Then I got to go with New York Jets, man. Young core, way better than what the Patriots got to offer. Okay. You're not, you're not, you're not selling me with uh, Devonta Parker as the number one wide receiver on that team, followed by Jacoby Don't Myers loud. and Kendrick Don't Bourne. Don't say it out loud, man. Devontae Parker and Nelson, and, and Nelson Aguilar. You're, you're not, and you're not. And then on top of that, if you keep going down the depth chart, you got Ty Montgomery over there. Woof. I love that Ty Montgomery. He's going to score on us, too. It's going to be He will score on us. Life. But look, Elijah Moore. James White, Ty Montgomery touchdowns. Look, <laughs> I can't wait. Look, Elijah Moore in the limited – in the limited games that he had, right? For 43 receptions, he had 538 yards. Injured for most of the time. Couldn't get his footing right because Zach Wilson was struggling. The fact that he even had that many yards, and I believe, and look, you know how my feeling on Elijah Moore. I think he's going to be the number one wide receiver on this team. You got Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson. I think we got a solid core. You got Braxton Berrios in the slot. Denzel Mims has been on the uptrend. I got to go with the Jets at three. And then the wide. It is just not even close. New England Patriots dead last, fourth in the wide receiver category. It's not even close. It's just not even close. I'm with That's you guys. Fair. I think that kind of like the offensive line, I think the Jets give them one more season. If they all play well and they're all healthy this year, and they take that step. I think they're right in the mix for best wide receiver core in the division next year if huh? everything stays the same. Because I think fair. we'll have three or four guys that are just lights out. That's a fact. All right. Moving on down. Let's go to the tight end position. I'm going to have a new first here, too. It's the Patriots. I just have to give it to Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to give it to the Jets, honestly, for having Uzama and Conklin. 
and Rucker and, and Lawrence Cager and Yaboa and Wesco. I mean, I love literally every single one of these tight ends, like name by name. And I, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of any football team. I've never loved the tight ends from one to six. Like, it's <laughs> never happened. So I, I want to give it to the Jets. My heart, everything tells me that, but I have to be fair here. Hunter Henry is unbelievable year after year after year. John o. Smith has to be better, man. Like, like he has to be better than last year. One, uh, the second year in Belichick's system, that's going to work out for you. So I'm gonna, I'm going to go the Patriots one. Gizeki, he's not even a tight end; he just lines up. And I, I, I'm not the Dolphins. They're 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 fighting for to to not be fourth here. And then after that, they have nobody. Like, like if you look at the whole unit together, they got Smith, nobody. Some, yeah, they, yeah, they stink. The the Bills got names, right? They got well. First of all, Dawson Knox is a real guy. I, I like Knox. Howard. I know you like OJ Howard. Yeah, they're fun. I like yeah. them, dude. I think I, I I like them. So just out of just out of respect, I'll give them the number two. Like we wanted Dawson Knox, you know, as Jets fans, as a Jets organization. You're giving the Bills a number two? Oh wow! wow. Yo. Yeah, as much as I want, I, I'm telling. I love I love this Jets team. I love them, but at the end of the day. Dawson Knox, that was going to be our number one guy. He said no to us. You know what I'm saying? So we we, we got we got to put it into some perspective. I think All if right? CJ is healthy, I think CJ is much better than Knox. That's the question, though. Is CJ going to be healthy? Is he? Well, yeah. I mean, I love him. I love uh, CJ. I don't. I, I think Conklin. If, uh, I mean, if you're listening right now, I, I'll give it to you. That you know, there, there may or may not be a, a big app coming out. Uh, by some big people where you can invest in player stocks. Yeah, uh, sources tell me it's coming out soon. Backed by some big fellas that you guys may, may, may have heard of, called uh, well, whatever. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it. Um, like Conklin is somebody I would buy stock in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and maybe OJ Howard. To be honest with you, like not you know Knox gets hurt. OJ Howard all of a sudden becomes the number one tight end for. You know the high flying Josh Allen Bills offense. I, I could see that Conklin. Like I love, I tell you, I love. I've never loved a, a whole tight end unit more than I love the Jets unit. I just, I'll give them third, just out of like, you know what I mean? Mm. Just, just because Rucker's a rookie, Conklin didn't really do anything with Minnesota. Uzama's always hurt. Kager is a wide receiver. Uh, Yaboa was undrafted. <laughs> you know what I mean? When he's, you know, Wesco. Is a fullback. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you start like individually scrutinizing, I could put him at third. So I'll put him at third. But I, I've never loved the unit more than I love this unit. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I got to go with the pages number one. I think John o. Smith, Hunter Henry, that's just, it's a watered down version of what they were trying, but they're trying to run back with the Gronk Hernandez uh, tandem. But, those are two solid tight ends, like in the league. Like right, Jonah Smith. Both of them. Jonah Smith, when he was on <laughs> Tennessee, was monster. Hunter Henry out in out in L.A., San Diego. Like he's good when he's he was good when he was healthy. So I'm gonna give the Patriots their their shine. I think I'm gonna go. It's tough, man. You're giving it to the Bills. I'm just trying to be trying to be fair. We we all were dying for Dawson Knox just three months ago or whatever it was. Like at this point, six months ago. Yeah, he was our number one target. How could I not? You know, how could we not give it to him? That's fair. 
See, I'm just I'm so I love OJ Howard. I'm a sucker for OJ. OJ Howard just that he was my Vernon Davis man. <laughs> like right, like Vernon Davis, I loved him from college, and I was just stuck with him all the way through. And OJ Howard was right after. He was like, he's gonna Justice be Winslow of the NFL. Justice Winslow. Like, yeah. This is guys. I'm like, yo, everything I see, like you're supposed to be the best player. Like, what am, what's going on? What am I missing? Do it already. <laughs> I'm, see, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with the Jets at number two and put the Bills at number three like just because, like, Dawson Knox, like, he hasn't – this past season was, like, his really, like, I guess if you want to call it a breakout season. Like, he hasn't really done much. O.J. Howard, like, he's done stuff. This past season he was very quiet. I'm not really – it's going to be – it's a good tight end core, but it's not, like, the tight end core. I'm going to put the Jets, and they're barely above just because I do like C.J. Uzoma. I do like Tyler Conklin. I Me think too. as a unit, there's, I think as a unit for being, what's the word? It's not necessarily diverse, but flexible, whether being pass catchers or being run blockers. I'm going to go with the Jets number two, Bills number three. I think you could interchange them. It's not too far off. I'm going to be a little homerish on this one. I'm going to put the Jets at two, Bills at three, Dolphins. It's just Kaseki and nobody else out there. It's very hard to this. like, we'll get, I love it, this so much. It's just very hard to be like, <laughs> although right. Gasecki's nice. Don't, if, if we're talking about like, nice. if we're talking about all the positionally, right? If we're talking about just tight end ones, he might be the tight end one, the best yes. tight end in the whole division. But the, yes. as a unit, there's literally yes. nobody yeah. else. As a unit, I'm taking yeah. Henry. Yeah, Henry. Uh, Henry's going to be the one that are, that challenges uh, with him. Honestly, you're splitting hairs at that point between Gasecki and, and Hunter Henry. But yeah. it's like either one's a good answer. You can't go yeah. wrong with either one. All right, so I'm going uh, Patriots. I'm going with Bills just because I think that Knox kind of made a difference for the Bills when he was healthy when he versus when he was out. So just having that little that little impact in the game, I think, made a big difference for them where I'm not sure yet what CJ and what Conklin's going to do for the Jets. So I have them third and then the Dolphins four. We're on I the think, same page there, finally. Yeah, and I mean, we haven't got to the QBs yet. But if you look at this chart, that's why I want us to like clip this and tweet it out because it's lining up very nicely for how we had our divisions ranked earlier. It's pretty clear kind of how we felt if you look at this graph where we think teams are going to finish for second, third, and fourth in the division. It's interesting because we left the best for last. And, I mean, people argue the trenches. People argue the quarterback. I mean, it's, it's one of those is the most important positions. On, on an NFL team, what wins games, what loses games. We know that, you, th- Greg, you think I'm insane most of the time for my Jets takes. The whole world, and by the whole world, I mean at least me and Alex think you're insane for your QB rankings. Yep. So let's at least start with you. <laughs> With this QB ranking for this AFC, Greg, number one, what you got? Yeah, I think this is. Greg Greg starts it off. Tua is my number one quarterback. (laughs) I think this is. I think this is very straightforward. I think you guys are going to have a problem with it, but I think it's very easy. Bills one, Patriots two, Jets three, Dolphins four. You can say what you want about Mac Jones. The dude won ten games as a rookie. Yeah, went to the went to the uh, playoffs (laughs) as a rookie. Won a championship at Alabama. Like the dude can ball. It's just a matter of can he adapt to the NFL? Zach Wilson hasn't won shit in his life. <laughs> so yeah, he looks good. He can throw good, but you know, d- does he, can he get it done at the highest level? We haven't seen that yet. We saw four wins last year. So I like Zach. I think he's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. He's better than Tua, who also won the championship, eh, half a championship. 
at Alabama. <laughs> so, but Tua is just not cut out for the league. I think Zach Wilson is cut out for the league. I think Mac Jones is cut out for the league. I think Mac Jones is going to have a good career because I think he's just smart and he he's works well in the system. He's a manager. I think you guys are down his arm a little bit. I mean, he can sling it 40, 50 yards. No problem. He can't run. That's, that's his biggest problem is he's a pocket guy. Where Zach Wilson can move. A lot of the young quarterbacks can move around, let the play develop a little bit. If something breaks down, they can make something Look, happen. Man, Mac Jones is go through your Tom Brady's, guys, Tom so Brady's draft day photo. McCorkle's draft day photo. They're yeah. exactly the same. And, and the, prob- the problem that, is the he last, can't throw last outside, time. You can't throw outside the, like the hash marks, though, Greg. Like, yeah, you, you can. Take, oh, it takes so long. to he, he, he gives me Tim Tebow vibes when he throws outside the hash marks. He can throw downfield. But yeah, when he starts throw throwing like, at, on, the, on, on the outside, he can Tim out. Tebow out there. It's just that, that Tim Tebow. Like, the biggest problem for Mac oh. Jones is going to be is if the NFL passes his style of play by. He can play well right now. He could be good right now, but five years, ten years from now, there's a chance that the NFL has passed the pocket guy, stand there, throw it, you know, We're check so down, close, man. all that we stuff. We are so close to losing pocket quarterbacks. We're so yeah. close. And the check down little dink and dunk things, there's a chance that all that goes away and it's big plays or the quarterback rushing. So shout out to our, shout out to one of our audio producers, uh, Chris Lane. Check down. He's all about the check down. <laughs> yeah. All about the check down. Yeah. So if the NFL passes him by, he might not have the best career. But right now, as we sit year two, I mean, Mac Jones objectively had a better year than Zach Wilson. And objectively is going to start in a better spot than Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson has a better offense around him. I think he has a better offensive situation around him now you know mac jones doesn't know who his offensive coordinator is in his second year we saw that with sam darnold all the changes going on that's not easy for a young quarterback so i'm happy with the situation zach wilson's in but i think right now patriots are number two jets three and then two again a distant fourth Woof. interesting man it's interesting yeah. because I, I i i agree with what you're saying that he's 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 safer. He's a safer pick. I just don't think that he's able to be a deodorant for the Patriots. And without uh, Josh McDaniels there, I think he's going to have big issues, man. But he has a great yeah. offensive line, and he's going to have time in the pocket, and they're going to run the ball. On a stat-to-stat basis, I think that Zach Wilson is going to actually have a statistical better year than him. I really do. I think the turnovers are the only thing that's going to be, you know, question mark, which, you know, some might argue that's the only thing that matters with the statistics, right? So, you know, and I, wins, I agree. Yeah, turnovers and wins, that might be it. But to your point, that's what's going to happen. We haven't done that. So I kind of went off just what has happened so far. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. It's fair. They yeah. have the best offensive line. They have the best head coach. And they have arguably the best running backs. Definitely the top. You know, the number one running back at the moment. Yeah. So it's it's not crazy to say that he's going to have a better year. But as a quarterback, as just a straight position, Zach Wilson just does more. You know what I mean? Like he had, I mean, one of his offensive staff members passed away, you know, before the year started. He was a rookie. He was obviously smaller, right, than everyone else. He looked like a baby. He didn't know what he was doing. He was a rookie head coach. The offensive line sucked. He had no wide receivers. At some point, he had no running back. He had a tough year. He had no tight yeah. end. 
Yeah, he had no defense. He had a tough year, man, and he was injured. Uh, nothing was in his favor at all last year, besides the fact that the organization also sucked. So it wasn't like, hey, we're really good and you're just doing bad. What are you doing? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like we're all bad and we get it. That was the only silver lining for him last year. We'll put Josh Allen first because I think that that's like the, that's the best thing the Bills have. Like we're talking about positions. Like this is the easily – I think their D-line comes close. But they're right now, Josh Allen, number one, that's what they got. I'm putting Zach Wilson, too. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he didn't win in BYU, but he did win. It, it, yeah, maybe he didn't win versus, uh, you know, in the bowl game versus Carolina, but he, the, the argument was he wins too much. The other teams must suck. <laughs> so he that's what I'm saying. Winning. He won a lot, but again, he won against you exactly. know, teams so that played BYU. That's what I'm saying. He won a lot. The argument was he was winning too much. It looks too easy. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think he doesn't have that winning thing. I just don't think he was comfortable. He broke up with his girl. Yeah. Right. He's good. He's good to go. He's got he's got all the first year things kind of kind of out of the way. The, the first year head coach, the first the girlfriend coming in, there's you no, know, the offensive no, line nonsense. There's no doubt in my mind that we could be sitting here next year doing the same exercise. And Zach Wilson is a clear second best quarterback in the division. I just think right now, after we saw in year one, based on what the teams are and where the teams are at, I just think Mac Jones is a little bit better right now. That's all. Just a little it's bit. Okay. It's gross. Okay. It's gross to hear that out loud. Yeah. Uh, it's gross to hear that out loud, but I understand your logic, Greg. And, you know, when you start looking at the stats for these guys, right? You look at like the past season. It's clear cut who's number one. It's Josh Allen, right? Dude threw for over 4,000 yards. He had a 92.2 rating, 36 touchdowns, five interceptions. 63% uh, completion. Dude's number one. It's easy to put Tua last. Even Tua had, even though he had a 67.8% completion percentage, only threw for 2,638 yards, uh, 2,653 yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, got a 90 rating, but he didn't really produce that much. Wasn't and it really looked the terrible the whole time. He looked terrible the entire time, but he yeah. also wasn't given the capability of just running an offense, and rightfully so. I think Forrest is like, I'm not going to let you do that because <laughs> I don't trust you to do that. Yeah. Gonna, but I'm going to lose my job regardless, but it ain't going to be because of you. All right? <laughs> so yeah. that's – well, I actually probably would have kept this job, right? The Dolphins wanted to tank. <laughs> True. They have kept this job. But I think so happy that Tom Brady's on the Dolphins. That's all, that's all, that's all, I, that's all <laughs> but, I like to think about. <laughs> but where it gets difficult is what Greg's talking about because when you start looking at Mac Jones, right? 67.6% uh, percent completion, uh, completion for 3,801 yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 92.5 rating compared to Zach Wilson's 55.6 completion percentage, 2,334 yards, 9 TDs, 11 interceptions, 69.7 rating. Yes, Mac Jones, better. I get that. But I can't. No, they don't have an offensive coordinator at all. The Jet, uh, the Patriots? Yeah. It's no. <laughs> yeah. They don't know who there's, they don't know who it's going to be. <laughs> it's either going to be, I think, uh, Joe Judge or Patricia. Oh, man. If it's Patricia, he that's be, gross. He might be that is, that is down bad. If you get Matt foreign. Patricia, that's what I'm saying. If we're sitting here next year, I think it's easy. There's a, there's a situation, there's a likelihood that easy Zach Wilson is the second best quarterback in the division. Right yeah, now, I can definitely look. I can definitely see. Alex. Huh? 
vacant. It's vacant. The I know. I, I, look, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I get what Greg's saying, and it's tough. It's tough. But Greg's going to make me say the thing that I ha- hate saying out loud. <laughs> and it's I'm going to go with Mac Jones right now as number two. But I'm. it is it's just because I need to see Zach Wilson do it. I get it. If it wasn't so drastically off, and I get it. Mac Jones doesn't have an offensive coordinator. I get what Zach Wilson went through as a struggle last season, too, with everybody in his ear, too, last season. You can make the case either way. You can totally make the case either way. But the one thing I can say is that I saw Mac Jones do very little and still be successful. So I'm going to go with him, too, as of right now for the positional. But it, I think it's going to, I think it's going to switch. I think Zach Wilson is going to be number two. Uh, this season, but as God, of right I now, we're going Mac Jones. Sucks. I hope Cole Strange sucks so bad. I, I mean, the guy. Mac Jones, is, sucks so Mac Jones is 13th in the league in passing yards last year. It's yeah. nothing to sneeze at. No, I'm going to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go right oh, ahead. Man. Go right ahead. <laughs> well, that's good. Right. Guys. We, 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 we did it. We wrapped it up. We gave our the positional offense. needs for offense. We'll do defense next week. But you know what? Everyone, when you listen to this pod, let us know your thoughts and opinions. Give us your ranking of all the positions. Let us know. Like, we want to know what your guys' thoughts are. Do you agree with us? Do you think we're we're totally off base on, with one? Do you guys actually think the Dolphins should be number one in every single category and just go against completely <laughs> what John's thinking? Like, let us all know. Yeah, we can, tw- know. we can tweet out the tier maker too teal. for people. We're in the Dolphins teal, bro. That's gross. Yeah, yeah that is weird. <laughs> we'll leave it in the description of the YouTube video so you can go in yourself and rank and tier what you think it will be. And then you can share it with us online on all our social media accounts. That's a fact. No one will make fun of you. No, no one will. Standard <laughs> no one's going to make nice. fun of you. Everyone's no nice. making fun. This is a safe space. This is a safe space <laughs> where everyone can share their thoughts and ideas. <laughs> no one's going to make fun of you. But on that note, put the Dolphins first. Okay. Unless you put two of first, yeah. Then. <laughs> I'm no. telling you right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But on that note, thank everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. You know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe to us on all audio listening platforms. Well, you don't have to do it on all audio listening platforms. We are available on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We will read it. We're also partnered with Minute Media and Fansided, so you can find this podcast on the Jet Press and the Daily Knicks and Fansided itself. And guess what? Guess what? We're also on YouTube. Next coming. Jets coming. ETC period. Subscribe. Subscribe. No one writes out. That's just wild, man. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, hit the like button. Leave a comment. Like we said, leave a comment. Let us know what you thought about this video. Also, while you're over at the YouTube page, we got winning picks weekly. John, video producer Greg, our guy, co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport. You guys got to put money down on the line. You guys got to place a bet. Go check these guys out. Like I, like we said at the top of the, this pod, they had Chris Percy Einan on. That's evergreen stuff. You need draft material just to see how it all plays out in the end? Go listen to it. You guys want to place bets tomorrow because you want to see who's going to – you guys got an idea of where someone's going to go in the, in the lottery or throughout the entire draft? Go listen to these guys. These guys got you covered. And then Honestly, last, certainly not what. If, if you're betting golf and you're not listening to Chip, if you're betting NBA draft and you're not listening to Chris, if you're betting daily MLB and you're not listening to Greg, you're just a, you're just a silly silly guy, you're a silly girl. 
Yeah. Silly. Just missing out on free money. That's silly. Free money. He's got the hookup on the golf, man. He's dude. I can't believe you called Matt Fitzpatrick, dude. And the tourist. They finished one and two. And Rory. Like he's gonna, <laughs> like it's crazy. He's crazy right now. So yeah. He watches. He's like he, he he knows every tournament coming up. Never seen anything like it. Like yeah, travelers. I was like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> Chip is that dude. He is him when it comes to when it comes to Jim Murphy seven. Gotta go follow our guy. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We out. Let's go Jets. Let's go Jay Nivey, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs>